December 4th, 2009, is Sawat from Pedro's show.
from Pedro show uh, but I'm not in Pedro actually I'm in the Tuscany part of Italy and I got one more gig to go oh yeah I, I started the show off with John Coltrane uh, Stellar Regions and then we heard Zoom with the demo version Andre, Andrea Belfi who is sitting right across from me now and that's why I'm doing this last gig I've done uh Six all together. It's uh, We're in the house, actually. What, what is the name of the town? Nipozzano. Nipozzano, yeah. Yeah. And Jacobo? Jacopo and Andrea. And Andrea, their pad. Yeah. Very old pad. They also do music here. Many projects, a uh, studio in the basement. We'll get into it more later, but this was actually uh, a plan for us because... Um, Besides six gigs, we also made first album. And, uh, but we played there at Zoom. Andrea, to tell the people something about the project, how you came on to it. I mean, Stefano's over here. And about, about Zoom. Or the whole about project, because you, you brought this song to the project. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've been thinking about uh, the, the Sonio de Marinaio when when you when you guys invited me to play in this project and i thought why uh that that i that i would that i would like to you to play some of my composition because i thought that it could fit uh i mean they could fit in the in the in the project because um 
because I know Stefano and uh, I knew some of uh, your uh, your solo project your let me say uh, op- <laughs> let me say uh, open minded thinking of music and open minded uh, approach to the music uh, so I thought it was a good idea to propose Zoom uh, it's the first actually it's the first time that this this song uh, it has been played by a by a band ah Be played realized. realized yeah realized uh, yeah ah. and so trippy <laughs> but it, it comes from the invite maybe I'm putting a cart before the horse we say mm. maybe stay we should yeah. talk with you first about that's on your domain the the patch right um The, like this, everything happened because, like, uh, logistically, there was this festival that asked uh, to participate, asked me to participate and to propose a project. Oh, well, we should go back even before. Oh, yeah. We, How do I, I know you? Yeah, I met Mike in 2000, I met you in 2005, and I was, uh, the, like, road driving. Right? Yeah, I mean, you were driving. I was like... You were in the ball the, with us. The direction. Second man tour called Amar uh, Kurtoro in Europe too. And the Sea Cures All mm. uh, is in the Nick Tosh's book in the Hand of Dante. And it was my second opera and I did a Europe version. And six Italian gigs. And Stay was on for five of them. Yeah. So he's actually riding in the boat with us. He's actually in the diary. Not not as a character, but he writes. I wrote my first diary, actually. So, yeah. It was the first one. That's, so me. that's where he meets me. Now, now this year, you get the invitation. The collateral. Collateral festival. And, you know, we, were, we stay in touch, you yeah. know, after the 2005, we exchange. I played much of your music on my show. Yeah, music, and we did some small pieces together, yeah. you know, for, yeah. uh, for fun. Yeah. So I thought, wow. I want to ask Mike if he wants to come and join and join me for this festival. And then I thought, well, it's a good idea to have a trio to play with the drum. And I thought Andrea is really the man. You know, he's a great drummer, great musicality. Uh, this this is it. I mean. So the festival, and then why not do some more gigs? And then right. this led to why not make album. Yeah. Of course, we needed material to play for the gigs. But then uh, this stuff came on. Um, yeah. Why not do the whole deal? The whole enchilada, we say. <laughs> huh? So, if people are wondering, because I get every gig on this thing, I get asked how this come about. So, people, on the uh, listeners on the show might say, hey, what is this? Why, why is he in Italy? What's he doing? How'd I come around? So, thank you, Stan. There you go. We're doing this and uh, I want to play some of the music now okay okay
Watch from Pedro show. Um, that was uh, Nats Partizcona Andrea Belfi. Tell us something about that. It's a, it's a, it's one of four parts of an album called Nats. Yeah. When did you do this? When uh, I recorded last year? Uh, no, it was released uh, in 2000. It has been released in 2008, but um, I recorded it in uh, 2000 and. And seven, and uh, it is the, the result of a uh, two, three years of uh, of uh, of gigs. Okay. Uh, I, um, I I I built material for gigs. Yeah, material for gigs. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, I built this uh, this live set. Yeah. Do, um, during the, the last uh, five years mm -hmm. and I've been playing it for I mean for like three years live yeah and then I <coughs> I came up uh, I mean I recorded it I, I recorded this as yeah, yeah this live set yeah, yeah. so it's a composition that I repeated for for m many times yeah why, why name nuts not because uh, nuts is the connection between uh, the composition, the yeah. compositional elements, and the uh, the instrument elements itself, it's the, the connection between the composition, yeah. the instrument creation, and yeah, it, the creation process and, and working it. Yeah. yeah, so it's everything is connected because mm -hmm. I started composing it with the different materials, and then when, for example, another instrument came up yeah. in the live set, I changed some elements of the compositions. Right. I used some notes from some percussion I I used to and like for example I used some percussion which with a with a precise uh, pitch. Yeah. And I used this pitch as a as a note to compose I mean uh, to com to create some some compositions. Yeah. So, for example, I used this note and I I harmonized it. Yeah. I, 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 um, um, like, um, yeah. So, uh, so it's a concept. Yeah, it's a concept. Yeah, it's a concept. And before so, that, uh, we heard last days. Stepan Palia. It's a piece I recorded in two thousand five. Yeah. Um, was I. I wanted to record something like uh, with a strong amplification, yeah. three amplifiers, and I had just in the mind some melodies, and uh, I went into this big, big, huge uh, squat yeah. with a friend, and I picked up the guitar and I played. Yeah. And uh, I selected uh, like 20 minutes of these yeah. things I liked, and this was a project called uh, Last Days, and that be becomes in 2005. Then I did uh, Last Days Volume 2 in yeah. 2009, and the Volume 3 in 2008. Ah. Actually, the three came before the second one. <laughs> um, and it's, uh, it's, the idea is like, uh, on a, like a diaries of pieces. Ah. Very extemporary on the guitar, <coughs> right. and uh, in my mind, the th thematic elements that connect uh, yeah. all these pieces is something about uh, like death, but as mm, in a sense of transformation. You know, not. But also, you you 
you will feel from the song, from the piece, I think there is like a, a strong emotive things uh, about like very human uh, point of view something yeah. <laughs> ancestral yeah <laughs> other, other pieces I do were more like kind of uh, um, I was more kind of detached from the music I was doing you, you know what I mean yeah but yeah not so but this music not is personal really, yeah it's really blues for me you know it's really like blues yeah, yeah it has that feeling you're uh, part of your own story and getting about story yeah Andrea, hmm. your story of music. How did you, when was uh, you get started with music? Oh, I started uh, uh, when I was 14, 14, okay. 15, between. Oh, I should tell people you 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 live in Verona. Are you from Verona? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, from Verona. Verona is in the northeast part of Italy. Yeah, kind of by the in the mountains. Mm, near. Yeah, you you have you have flat, you have hills and yeah. mountains, lake. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, very but close. But not, not so close to sea. Not bit. so close. Yeah, not so close to sea. <laughs> a little yeah, distant. Not too far, though. Not too far. What, Venice is just one hour. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're 14 years old in Verona. And yeah. I started with... Uh, actually, with... Uh, with Bad Religion. <laughs> so the band. Yeah, the band. Yeah, listening... The, the first different listening, I mean, the, f the first uh, underground listening uh, were connected with, uh, with skateboard oh, and hard, hardcore punk and skateboard. Yeah, well, it was, I started as a young you skater. You the drums. Yeah, and then I, and then I uh, started playing drums. Uh, but I, I've been trying to search new music oh, of course, constantly of constantly but at 14 so, yeah uh, you're just probably trying to learn how to do it yeah <laughs> i mean what was your first drum set my first drum set was a very cheap and <laughs> bad drum set did um, how'd you get it how uh I convinced my father. Your pop. Yeah. Right. Great. <laughs> yeah. Pop, I, can I get some drums? Yeah. Now that's pretty bold because drums are not so quiet. Yeah. And so, like, I want to bring this into the house yeah, for my you neighborhood, to start beating, man, my neighborhood. Beating yeah. the hell out of these things. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, uh, I used to live in a in a like two hundred people neighborhood. Yeah. And they all knew about my drum set <laughs> and my drum kit. Yeah. What kind? Uh, no, uh, somebody no made it. No uh, label. No label. <laughs> and that, that, but and it was drums. It wasn't pots and pans. No, no, it was drums. Yeah. Did you ever do pots and pans? Uh, not pots and pans. Okay. I started with just drumsticks. A lot of cats I've talked to, they yeah, started yeah, yeah, with yeah, pots yeah, and yeah, pans. Yeah, just drumsticks. I think Elvin Jones started with really in that different drummer documentary. He talks yeah. about it, and then him, his sister helped him with some money, and he had a paper mm -hmm. route. He okay. delivered newspapers and uh -huh. got the money together okay. so he could get some drums. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I know some people uh, that in the old days when, when drum kits were really expensive, they, they used to use... Um, um, uh, do, uh, do you call, um, cans, like uh, cardboard cans. Like from... Uh, cardboard boxes. Cardboard boxes from... Um, uh, the, the the things you used to clean, you used to wash clothes. You clothes, know what's like his name? Uh, uh, 
Eddie Cochran. Eddie Cochran. Yeah, Summertime Blues. Yeah. I heard that the snare drum wouldn't record well, so he's using a, a box. <laughs> Very yeah. famous song. Come on, everybody. And he's got a, a few yeah. songs that are part of early rock and roll history. Wow. And yeah, can you believe? Cool. He, he died young. Yeah. Eddie Cochran. Eddie Cochran. Yeah. Great, great talent. Uh, so, yeah. you get a drum set, and right away yeah. you want to start playing to the Bad Religion record. Yeah, no, I started with my own band, uh, started, uh, right no, no cover, no cover band, yeah, and like, so uh, you got the drum kit, you yeah, 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 yeah. five months later we, we came up with a gig. So you start a band, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You weren't and just privately playing the records? No, 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 oh, the, wow. so I started with a band, yeah, wow. yeah, right after I started. Guys playing. from school? Uh, not from school, from, yeah. from, um, from my, uh, I mean, I had I had some friends neighborhood neighborhood yeah neighbors neighborhood neighbors okay so uh, do you have named this band <laughs> yeah uh, yeah uh, the first band uh, uh, was was called Wall Ride Wall, Wall Ride. Ride Wall Ride yeah because of the skate time uh, okay. because it, because it, it was a skateboard uh, hardcore punk yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say. and like and riding then, a skateboard on a wall. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's it's a trick. Yeah, well, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, uh, old school trick. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then um, I played in many other very small oh, yeah, bands. Yeah. My. But you guys started writing songs right away. Yeah. And you on drums writing songs. And this is not typical. Yeah. Usually, the guitar player brings in the song. Ah, yeah. No, we we all uh, we all were all uh, collaborating. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember the first song you wrote? Or you were part of writing? No. Actually, I can't remember. I can remember my... Actually, really? I only what, wrote what? one song my whole teen years. Culture was different in the 70s. You copied records. Yeah. You copied records. What's the name of your first song? It was called Mr. Bass, King of Outer Space. <laughs> it was terrible. I can't remember the music. I only... I can't even remember the words exactly, but it was something about playing a bass solo near the end of the song uh, the, the, the band is blown away off the stage the bass is so loud and powerful they're blown off the stage by the bass uh, yeah it was a weird song because uh, I've said this many times on my show but because I want to relate to people my first thing and uh, the bass used to be very low in the hierarchy of band mm. it's where you put your uh, uh, kind of retarded friend <laughs> like right wing, uh, right field in uh, Little League, where nobody hits the ball, or not many times. Yeah, that's what, what that was kind of like bass, where we felt like every band needed a bass. Well, actually, D Boone's mother put me on bass. I didn't know what it was. But we saw it on the album covers. Every band has mm -hmm. one. So I didn't know they had, they had bigger strings. So I think this uh, writing this song was kind of. Inferior, dealing with my inferiority complex, feel, feelings of being small. Yeah. So the bass will, like beneath the underdog, I'm the underdog, I come up. And uh, it's insane. Not until punk I start writing songs. This is before there was punk. And yeah. I didn't know that lame guys could write songs. I thought <laughs> what you did was you copied yeah. records. Copy sort of records. like building models. Mm -hmm. Hey, it looks like the real thing, <laughs> but it's not the real thing. Uh, so, uh, Wall Ride, how long did this last? 
Ah, just for one year. Wow. Ah, I can remember the first uh, the the lyrics, the the the, the in two. Italian. Yeah, um, it was um, the the first song. It was talking about how we 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 used to go to parties and to br uh, break down parties, <laughs> other parties, <laughs> crash parties, <laughs> crash parties. Yeah, stupid. So it was jokes. a song about yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I have a lot of fun. Yeah, you got, uh, when, you guys I, this, you got just, but you guys did gigs. Yeah. yeah. Now, what were these parties or clubs? No, no, small, small clubs, pubs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't play for a long time. We didn't know there was arena rock. You couldn't go yeah, to the yeah, arena yeah, yeah. and say, "Can hey, can I play here?" Yeah. Long Beach Arena or the Forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. couldn't do that. And not until punk I knew about clubs. Wow. So at 14 years old, you're playing gigs. Fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen years old. Fifteen. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So. Uh, Do you start doing music in school? Yes. Yes, in school. Like high school. Yes. Start uh, taking classes. I, I started. I started. Uh, not. I mean. Uh, like um, studying. Yeah. Not not just uh, playing. I uh, I went to a music school and then I started studying music. Yeah, yeah. Taking and, classes. Yeah, taking classes. Yeah. Oh, great, great. And, uh, so you had teachers. Did you have a personal drum teacher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I, away? I had, yeah, yeah, right away. Yeah, from the beginning. Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember his name, the first one? His name? Uh, to give yeah. him credit. <laughs> yeah, Lelio. Lelio. Uh, yeah, Lelio. Uh, it, uh, it has been uh, the drummer of one of... I mean, oh, I mean the old school uh, Italian punk bands. Yeah. Quite bad, <laughs> but he, would show, he showed you some stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he was he was a really cool guy. I mean, he is a really Not, cool guy. When you're starting the drums, who was some of your heroes? Who did you like? Who inspired you on drums? On drums, what drummers did you like from records? Uh, Not guys records. You, that you know personally, but maybe people you were hearing on records. I honestly have to say that uh, the the first drummer I really liked was. Three cool. <laughs> Green, Day. cool. Three Green Day. Three cool. Green Day, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're from younger generation. Yeah, so. 1994. 94, yeah. Yeah. Because now what? You're 30? 30, yeah. Yeah. And, and then I uh, and then I moved to uh, to rock, to... Yeah, to post, other records. Yeah, but post... I... I, I I was into uh, Chicago post rock scene for yeah. a while, and then uh, like Tortoise, yeah, Tortoise and Gus the Soul, no, John McIntyre, John McIntyre music, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 it, this was a big input uh, to me. Yeah, uh, so I um, I started discovering many um, many other musicians, and luckily. European musicians also <laughs> after yeah, yeah, yeah. so much of course American and uh, music yeah. uh, 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 after high school you continue did you go yeah, to university yeah, yeah. and do um, yeah music? in Milan in Milan I studied in Milan for a couple of years yeah yeah and there I started playing uh, I mean not playing but uh, making uh, electronic music also and discovering new improvised music so I often drums uh, using 
what synthesizers? Yes, synthesizers, com com computer. Yeah. And uh, I started composing uh, electronic music. Uh, I mean, I were. Were you part of other bands? Uh, After Wall Ride. Yeah. 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 Where yeah. Are some of these bands. Yeah, I knew I, I knew two uh, American guys. Yeah. Uh, who All used to who soldiers? Used to, yeah, soldiers. Yeah, it, it it's been a a quiet um, hard time because they were soldiers. Yeah, and I uh, I never I've never thought about being friend of soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, I I ever I mean I I, I used to to be part of uh, the. Let me say, punk hardcore scene connected yeah. to political thoughts. Yeah. So being friend of uh, these guys was uh, a little strange to me. Yeah, trippy. And but I learned a lot actually. Yeah. Well, they because probably they were, played before they were soldiers. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, one of them, he's still like friend. Yeah. He lives in Washington D.C. Yeah. Uh, he's he's the one who introduced me to uh, to the Chicago scene ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. because he uh, he brought some some CDs from from US. But you made a band. Yeah, trio? yeah, with him. Yeah, a trio. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, Expatriate. Expatriate. <laughs> yeah. That's a cat who leaves home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they. Did you guys make recordings? Uh, no. Mainly for gigs. Yeah, mainly. For... No, no, we 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 just played the. In our practice room. Ah, just to play yeah, for yeah, joy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course, for joy. <coughs> At the Milan. Milan, I studied did you, uh, art. Did you make? Uh, did you make bands there? No, 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 no. Okay. I quit for for like three, four years. Ah. I didn't play live shows for for some years, and then I I started a new band, Rosalina Mar. In, yeah, yeah, uh, in right. Two thousand and one, and with this band, uh, I played. Quite a lot. Do we have we have some music, don't we? Uh, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you give me a? I think you gave me a CD. Yeah, yeah. I have some music. Okay, we'll play play some of that. Yeah. Because you, you were with this band a little while, right? Yeah, uh, seven years. Seven, seven years. years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, seven years. And toured Europe. Yeah. Italy. Uh, Italy, France. Yeah. Spain. Yeah. But ma mainly Italy, yeah. yeah. And um, and then and then I I started developing uh, my own solo projects and different electroacoustic music projects. Right. Uh, in you the in the meantime. Solo. Yeah. In the meantime. And that's mainly what you do now. I. I uh, you have a website. Yes. Uh, it's uh, chocolateguns.com. Yeah. Chocolateguns.com. Uh, yeah. C H O. Yeah, yeah. It's like. C O L A T E. Yeah, yeah, it's like chocolate. S but guns made by chocolate. Well, I'm yeah. just telling people so they can go and check out because it, you list a bunch of your projects. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can see your, the body of, his, body of his work. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. 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 Uh, uh, you, you start off as a guy who just wanted to play drums and then you uh, end up all these different ways of uh, doing music. Yeah, actually, so, I started playing drums because there there was no drummer in the band. Uh, I, there I was no to. drummer, so somebody yeah. had to do the job. Because yeah. the drum, a lot of times, my experience is drummers are support guys. 
Mm. They always help yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy who comes up with the yeah, yeah, ideas. Yeah. So for composer to be drummer is to me very interesting. It's mm. not out of the typical. Mm, 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 mm. <clears throat> you know, I need somebody to play drum. And what you're looking for in this drummer is who's got some natural feel. Mm-hmm. But you're not expecting them to be so much writing melodies and songs, mm-hmm. lyrics and stuff like this. Yeah. So that, that, that's great. You stepped out of the stereotype role. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, no, I think maybe, maybe the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, more open-minded nowadays for young people to be in music. Yeah. Not so much roles, mm-hmm. like me writing this stupid song because of this hierarchy I felt, you know? I felt, and I remember the Richard Hell album, and wow, this guy, the bass player, is the leader of the band. He oh. writes a song, it, it amazed me. I didn't know a lot of that. There was not a lot, we say, role models to look mm-hmm. to. Him. Mm-hmm. So I put a picture of Richard Hell on my bass, and it was like, <laughs> he did it, you know? And then I had my friend... I didn't even think of myself as music. I, I did music to uh, a musician. I mean, I did music to be with my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you, you hang out. Yeah. You share time. Yeah. And, and now this idea of music as expression, I see more and more uh, open to young people. It's mm-hmm. not something they have to find after much life. It's right available to them right away, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so great. To hear, hear, hear about that. Um, did you ever have challenges, problems? Problems? Yeah, that uh, made you made, want, want to stop. Sometimes I'm thinking about it. <laughs> no, but even when, when you were young. When I was young? Yeah, like you have to do other jobs, uh, you have to make a life. Yeah, actually, uh, luckily, uh, when... I studied in, 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 in a music school in Verona and they decided to, to, um, to bring me as a teacher uh, six years ago. So I was, I was lucky, so, uh, but at that time I, I, I was doing other jobs, like uh, cooking a pizzeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know about uh, that. I know. Uh, postman, Not so much cooking pizzeria. Uh, I did work in one, but I was like washing the dishes. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, they they fired me three times in in a restaurant. I don't know why, so I decided to. I mean, I have to stop with the food. So, <laughs> so no food. I, I just I just eat food. I just go to restaurants. You cook so. good. You've cooked us some chows on this trip. Yeah, but. It's not the it's not the point. <laughs> Job like is different. Yeah, I know. You're doing it to live. To, to <laughs> yeah, you're not. But the other way, you're doing it to live too. But it's for these uh, uh, little pieces of art, these metal, yeah, paper works of art. Yeah, they're all kind of the same, but uh, mm. they're very valuable. I hear. In fact, the landlord. Uh huh. It's kind of only art they understand. Yeah, the little coin ones and the little notes. We call them dead presidents. <laughs> what? Yeah, we call them dead presidents. Dead presidents. Yeah, that's who's on them. Their faces. Mm-hmm. Mr. Washington's on yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Mr. Dead presidents. Mr. Franklin, though, was never president. He's on the 100. So I don't know what that's about. Yeah, so you have to make these kind of compromises and uh, 
to make a life. And sometimes yeah. it's very tough and cats have to give up music. Mm. I think a little Jimmy Scott, a great singer, for a, was a doorman for many years at a hotel. Yeah. And then he had a comeback. But he had to quit music. He was Lionel Hampton's singer. Mm -hmm. He had just a weird kind of a problem, mm -hmm. a challenge. Mm. He never had a puberty. Adolescence, his voice never changed. It's mm. a weird condition. So that's why he has that really high, you know his singing? Very unique way. Mm. But he had to quit for many years because of the situation of living. So it's always interesting. A lot of people, that's one of the reasons they have to stop music. They have yeah. to do other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people can keep it as hobby on side. Yeah. I mean, I think it's some kind of drive you have, how much you want to do it. I think some great Ives, Charles Ives. I think he was uh, so, uh, insurance. Yeah. And, and Mr. Kafka worked in an insurance place while he's writing. I think he even called it. He had a metaphor for it: uh, the two desks. Yeah. So uh, to, do, to be single about music sometimes is a lucky situation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're getting to teach music. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, get to play. No, no. No. Yeah. I feel quite lucky. Not so much money, but enough to live. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Enough to live. Yeah. And sometimes maybe it gets existential. Why am I alive? <laughs> no. You know what I mean. What's life for? Is it about just making yeah, yeah, sure yeah. the landlord is okay? <laughs> we want to help them out, you know. The butcher, yeah. the fisherman, we want to help them yeah. out. But then maybe uh, you need expression and creating the art drive is very strong. Yeah. It's a, it's weird. It's, isn't that existential thought? It's like every yeah. person decides why the life means to them. Mr. Uh, a Danish man, Soren Kierkegaard. Oh, yeah. And then uh, maybe hundred or so years later, a Frenchman. No, maybe 150 years. Maybe more. But Mr. Sartre, or Sartre, I guess you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a different angle on it, but this, uh, this the idea of existential, I think, is strong in art nowadays. Before, a lot of this area, Tuscany, Pedro, a boss needs something. Uh, maybe people can't read, so we uh, teach a religion with a picture. And I'm gonna. I have a lot of money, and maybe I, I, maybe I have good reputation. So why don't you help that reputation by giving some art, art in the so uh, Michelangelo and these guys. Mm -hmm. They're almost uh, working for them, right? But uh, I think they let their own thing out, too. Sistine Chapel, I'm going to do it my way. Right? I make Adam the same size as God. And it's kind of personal. They say that here's, there's a lot of personal things in his art, even though he's working for a, a throne, mm. that he got his own thing in. And nowadays, with the existential thinking, maybe all you have to do is... Making sure you can challenge stuff and you just have a vision and try to realize it. Also, uh, collaborate. I think the musicians are looking for this too, to work with other musicians, other ideas too. It's not just, it's a weird balance, I think. But the way you got there, through the punk, 
That's great. Yeah, because I didn't know anyone. By meeting more and more musicians, they come through punk. Yeah, yeah, there was no punk. There were Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we kind of found, uh, found our way.
end of the first hour of December 4, 2009, Wild from Pedro Show. Uh, your story's going to be next. But uh, hang tight for hour two. Uh, December 4th, 2009, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
Uh, Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, being the, we're here in Firenze, in Florence. Uh, yeah, that was Spanish. <laughs> it's like politely saying shut up. Uh, no, no, you make all the sounds you want. We're in a kitchen here out in the country. This is very beautiful, even though it's rainy. And uh, you might be hearing us challenge because it's being cooked right now. But we started the second hour off with some bands from here. Uh, these were cats who came to the gig last night. Uh, Exfila. Yes. Uh, connected with the radio, uh, Nova Radio. When, when we were here four and a half years ago in town, yeah. we played a disco thing called Flow. But uh, we went on the radio station. And uh, same cats, some were still involved. Uh, in fact, uh, Vani did our sound, our fourth member. And he's got a band. And that's what we just heard, Oboe, with uh, the Wild Cheek. And then uh, some cats uh, after the gig gave me their music. Uh, they appreciated the gig. I, I liked the gig a lot. It was a trippy one. It was great. Uh, really, all five gigs are the experiences. Uh, I've got the diary written, uh, but I'm waiting for... Uh, uh, Andrea Stefano to add their words because I don't want to be, you know, oh, solo mio about it. So it'll be up at the uh, Hoot page soon, MikeWatt.com. Um, before Oboe, we heard Whales Are Watching by Bad Apple Sons, and we started the second hour off with Naples Nipples by Topsy the Great. So grazie, friends of bands, for getting out there and letting your freak flag fly. Now... I have Stefano with me. Andrea's still here, but he's more computer, and he will be listener now. Because Stefano, uh, I want to know about your journey in music. How, how did you get started? Uh, actually, I started with pan and pots when I was very young. And yeah. where? Genoa? Uh, Genoa, yeah. But I was playing this when I went to the countryside to my grandmother and father. I was... Banging on the Banging pots. Banging a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But was not very interested into music. I was just interested into, you know, make just big noise. Moving your body? Oh, making noise. Yeah. And, uh, you were interested in sound, maybe yeah. not music. In fact, my father, like, gave me for a present a keyboard, but I really don't like that. I ah. prefer other kind of... How old were we're talking. Oh, oh, I was seven, seven eight, eight, you know. Okay. I was just playing like. Right. Uh, then when I. And right now you're thirty. Thirty. Yeah. yeah. Then, like in the medium school, a friend of mine gave me a cassette with, uh, I think, it was a Aerosmith cassette. Aerosmith. Aerosmith, and I thought, wow, this, this, there is like great sound in that you know and I thought wow this is cool I like this and I really went into that and I started to discover it like all the rock from Led Zeppelin ah. this kind of band and yeah. a lot of punk from England like yeah Clash the Pistols these kind of things and I wanted to start to play music at that time because there were other friends who were playing and uh and I wanted to play drums actually, but you know I was living in a small apartment yeah. in a flat, so it was not, not possible. possible. And I thought, well, maybe the bass could be the right one. But uh, you know, my father was kind of 
terrified by me going to music, this kind of things. So, uh, and I, w- I had long hair at that time. Yeah. Uh, he told me that he would have. I asked him, oh, please buy a buy a bass. I want to be. I want to play bass. And he just said, just if you cut your hair. And so I, I arrived. You there. really cut. Yeah. It. <laughs> Bald. Yeah. And then I, yeah. And from that I started. I was 13. What did you think of that? Like the, the all shape. the way off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's strange. My yeah. father was like, oh, shit, you really want to play? <laughs> Just funny. a suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> so you start playing bass. You get in a band? Or is it home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately, right immediately wow. a band. Actually, the first band, like they were older guys than yeah. me. And they, they didn't have a singer, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I um, I went there to sing, but like uh, two days after they called me and they told me, well, the bass player doesn't want to play anymore. Could you play bass? Yeah, uh-huh. yes, I want to play bass, sure. How, how about, this is right when you got your bass. Yeah, it's like a coincidence. couple, um, like two months later. Yeah. yeah, wow. And I... What were they called, this band? The band at the beginning... I still I don't remember the the first name, but okay. I remember we took it this name like um, Free Joint Bunglers was the band. Free Joint Bunglers. Yeah, and we were doing like you know bungle right? You yeah screw yeah. up yeah you make a mistake is when you bungle yeah. Um, <laughs> that was fun. That's crazy. We were doing some piece, our pieces, yeah, right. but also wow. some cover, like, uh, you know, like from, uh, we, we were playing some Iron Maiden stuff, some, <laughs> some, uh, some Guns N' Roses stuff, yeah. some Led Zeppelin stuff, you know, this kind of Did you, uh, big band things. Uh, have teacher? Did you know somebody playing bass? Not at the beginning. Like so for the just, first, yeah, the first four years, no. It but was very difficult for me to even hear bass on albums when I was starting. I couldn't tell what too. the bass parts were. Yeah, in fact, I bought, I bought some uh, scores. Yeah. You know, I remember the first scores I bought was uh, like one from Iron Maiden. There was five pieces. Yeah. Not, tab- not tabulator, just the scores yeah yeah and I was not very practiced so I started to study all these things and I was there and uh, but it was was good because uh, I learned uh, yeah yeah I yeah, yeah a lot and uh, with the cassette on uh, and and the score I, I started it. to understand right right uh, that's how we learned and we didn't even have scores we just have to listen and listen <laughs> and listen some was very difficult especially eight tracks yeah, because you couldn't go backwards. Right. <laughs> and like 15 minutes, or I don't know, 12, 12 minutes, it would switch to the next track. So you'd have to go through all that track again before clicking back. Very difficult. Very fucking difficult for me. In the records, yeah, you, we didn't have software to loop it. <laughs> That's what I do now to learn songs. Uh, what about school? Did you take music in school? Uh, I later, then like uh, after the high school, um, I went to conservatory. Yeah. A- and I study double bass. Yeah. Ele- electronic music. Yeah. And I finished uh, last year. I I graduated last year. So in Bologna. In Bologna. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, 
What about after the free joint bunglers? Because uh, that was you joining somebody's band. Yeah. Right? I did you start ba any bands? I started. Then I started another another band, like always in Genoa. By the time I was living in Genoa, yeah, that was kind of more like more funk metal oriented. Yeah, kind of like uh, Primus. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that kind of things. I was really into that. There was this singer that was he was very crazy. <laughs> he was working on uh, on boat, you know, for yeah. a long time during the, and he was always really drunk. And he, he was much older than us. He was okay. like uh, 22 years old. We were like 14, 15. Kind oh of, wow! Kind of guys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were, and we started. I that from that time I started to be really when be interested in psychedelic music and uh, oh. stuff you know were you doing gigs yeah the first gig we did yeah. <laughs> not very much actually but we did a gig uh, in the um, occupied university of Genoa yeah uh, by that time there was uh, like this uh, that that metal band called, yeah. called deadness. deadness and that was my first gig ever and um, that metal scene was pretty strong in general. In general. Yeah. The metal in general was, yeah, yeah. was huge. Uh, songwriting? Oh, uh, uh, not not lyrics. Yeah. You know, not 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 the words, just music. just the music. You just the music. Yeah. Really early. Yeah. Wow. I never but on the I, bass. Did you write on the bass? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, at the beginning, yes. Then with the time yeah. Um, I I got more into uh, the thinking of the sounds more than the uh, you know the instrument the instrument itself, yeah. and I that's why I pick up guitar. I started oh. with the guitar because for the kind of sound I wanted to more voice, more uh, yeah, uh, larger more, range of voice, more possibilities okay, and okay. stuff. And uh, did you record? At that time? Yeah. No. Never. Never, Never been in the studio. No, 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 no. Well, actually, with some friends of Sardinia, we were like uh, 15, 15 years, 16 years. Uh, I went to Sardinia but because my parents is from there. Yeah, right. And, and I went there, and with some some friend of ours, we spent like a couple of months like playing music, and then we went into a studio, and we record three, four pieces, like... That I think it was, was one of the first one. First time I, you recorded. Yeah. But then I was recording at home with these four tracks. Four tracks, yeah. Dave right. Machine. Like. Great, great. Help you compose. When you got into the guitar, who were you inspired by? What were you listening to? Um, I, I disco at a certain points I discovered like uh, um, the avant-garde yeah. scene, you know, from the yeah. past, like the minimalist kind of things, like La Montiana. That's what Iron Maiden leads you to. <laughs> <laughs> First the Aerosmith, then the Iron Maiden, then <laughs> <Yeah>. the avant-garde. <laughs> so what kind of guitars? Oh, guitarist in specific, uh, yeah. I discovered it like uh, people like uh, Rafael Torala, Rafael oh. Torral, like um, uh, Jim O'Rourke, like yeah. Kevin Drum, uh, Lauren Connors, uh, yeah. 
many many but still i was very much into rock and punk yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. at the time also when i this is very when i started to listen more to avant-garde scene yeah. and tradition i also discovered a lot of uh, stuff from punk and independent music that i didn't know like the minutemen for ah. example but also some bigger stuff like velvet underground i was not listening yeah i was not listening to that yeah. when i was like 13 14 i yeah. started like when i was 17 you know to re- retake all the, a lot of stuff that was happening in the 70s and in the 80s of interesting music because yeah, yeah. I, when i was a kid the 80s was like the radio stuff was like gigantic it was like full of shit <laughs> and and I, and I never oh, thought. Oh, it's different now. Yeah, no, no, it's not different. <laughs> but maybe I'm different, you know. <laughs> oh, because we learn where the off switch is. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> just turn it off. But maybe I think I, this is kind yeah. of solution. <laughs> switch it <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, people they tell me, oh, television is so terrible. Ter-. I know solution. <laughs> so, yeah, you had, you felt big pressure from commercial music in the 80s. And so uh, I was not attracted, you know. I was right, a kid and I, for me music was boring. It was maybe just, that's all there was. You yeah. didn't know there was these other except for like a uh, few songs like Franco Battiato and, and Gianna Nannini and stuff that I was listening when I was a kid because my parents as on the tape. But yeah. apart from that, really the only um, my experience to music was just from radio stuff you know that kind of and I was, uh, really I thought what playing music is such, so boring <laughs> but then when I discovered like other things I found other channel to get in contact with right. music you know well what things. about uh, playing outside you, you moved to Bologna but when you're in Genoa, did you start playing other towns with bands? No, 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 no. no. That comes later. Yeah. Because you end up going to the U.S. Dre, you did too. We didn't talk about that. But you, you, you went to the U.S. Yeah, the first. In fact, you guys went. To, we'll get that yeah, later. You guys went together, but. The first time yeah. I, because then I moved to Bologna, and yeah. at a certain point, I started to play with uh, with this band, uh, Settlefish. Band from Italy? Yeah, Settlefish. And we did a tour with them in the States. 30, 30 days, 30 gigs. And uh, it was like much more indie rock oriented kind of yeah, things. Yeah. And um, actually, was a, I, quit to, I have quit to play with Ben for a couple of years by that time. And uh, was like not playing, just playing for my in my room you know yeah, because yourself. I was studying un- at the university and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do so uh, I was kind of depressed and so at a certain point I said no I want I want to play you know I did I miss I miss this so much so I quit university and restart again dance, and, and, music. and you went on tour and he went on tour and then um, yeah we I went again like in 2005 for a residency in Providence yeah Rhode, Rhode Island. Island with uh, there was this kind this scene of uh, Black Forest Black Sea 
Mad Boy, um, Lightning Ball, because the, my first record, my first solo record was released by a label from Providence called Last Visible Dog. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And then we went again with Andrea, like uh, last year in New York. Yeah. And uh, we did uh, some, uh, some, a week tour, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, with Jeffrey Alexander from Black Forest, Black Sea. And, uh, and we record, uh, we record, we did a record with David Grubbs in New York and we played the gigs with him. And um, and we played also with uh, Marina Rosenfeld, composer from New York, which I collaborated in Italy some years ago, and uh, Margarida Garcia, uh, double bass player from Portugal, that now is lives in New York. Wow! Wow! So you got to experience U.S. through music. Yeah, yeah. That's like for me, how I found Europe was through music. So great thing of that. Because when I was a boy, <laughs> when I was a boy, I would read interviews with musicians, and they always talked about how terrible touring was. You know, hotels yeah. and all this. And then I started to tour as a young punk rocker. And Dee Boone and me were like, this is great. We were from working people and couldn't take vacations and stuff. Never saw anything. And this was our way of seeing first U.S. And then, um, yeah, great. And then, and then uh, overseas and other lands. Well, first other land was Canada. And, and this was a great, why is this lame? Like, they don't like touring. They don't like seeing these other places. It was amazing. Uh, Little, uh, benefit, side benefit maybe, besides getting play with your buddy and uh, expression, fine expression, was this thing of, it was a vehicle to go and uh, do, uh, explore and learn. Amazing. Uh, there's a thing about the U.S. Uh, after college, young people come over and backpack. They see Europe by backpack or something like this. And here I was getting to do it because I was in this, uh, I don't know, a mission, right? This band, uh, music, E. Boone, and it was an incredible thing uh, to go out and tour. Actually, there's a, a thing called couchsurfing.com, and even though they're not musicians, they kind of use our techniques because we had to jam Econo. Not a lot of monies, but you're still going to do these gigs. So you can't get houses and shit. And now people are doing that just to get around and see things. Other towns, other lands, or different parts of their homeland. You know, and it was great. Uh, profound effect on my conscience. Yeah. We have cha now, so uh, pardon the, the chomping. Hashi. Right, the connections you make through music. Uh, in what starts out as very private, very yeah. personal thing, all, all, all of a sudden becomes a means to make connections. That's why I know you two right now is the magic 
of music. It's called uh, social, a little bit. Yeah. Not so personal. But yeah. A social way of connecting with other people. Somehow, especially when younger, you feel you don't fit, or only D. Boone understands me. And uh, no, no, through music, I can find other people that are kind of similar, but still are very individualistic. Fuck okay. it, I can't find the hushy. <laughs> I don't know. You want to expand on that idea? Yeah, um. I. What can I say? I, I can that like because of this like interest in uh, the fact that you are doing something together that you have are focused on something with, on, with someone else. It is different from you. You start to learn a lot from the people you have around. Yeah, yeah. The arts I mean, in general. It really changes you. What about, uh, I know that you uh, collaborated and stuff besides music, uh, what, theater? Yeah. Down, down, like uh, it happens with dance, theater. I, I also needed to do it because I need money to survive, you know. That landlord, you yeah. have to help him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Even the name, isn't it funny? Landlord. <laughs> <laughs> kind of dangerous. <laughs> the Lord of the land. <laughs> we have to help him. Almost mandatory. They will not negotiate other form of reality. <laughs> That's what's about to be a lord. <laughs> young and you took up that bass and was here in the Iron Maiden did you imagine how you are now yes and no for some reason yes because I think what well, this is what I want to do you know I want to be, I want to play I want to yeah. play with other people but then I didn't yeah. I didn't thought I could have Played in this in this way, and I had no my, idea. My musical goes, my musical ideas taking that direction. Yeah. you know, I always as very attracted from the the noise sound, like yeah. the sound in general, more than the you know the musical uh, musicality, the, the notes and mm -hmm. this kind of things, but. Uh, it's, uh, you it's know, kind of a process. I mean, it was a long process, too. It's, it's 2009, and it's 100th anniversary of Futurist Manifesto. And these guys were exploring the music that was kind of, right? This noise kind of stuff. Sounds of the factories mm. or whatever. Uh, kind of first time, right? Yeah. Before, there's these uh, very strong traditions and... Yeah, Mr. Bach and so on. Yeah, there were some some example of noise into the music, but you know, 
was not so taking taking out that you know this is right. a new point this is a new statement right you know this I, I, I think maybe it start in Europe especially it start in the church and yeah with the chants the singing yeah 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 Gregorian chants yeah right mm. and there are more and more refinement 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 and the future is people break this tradition they did it with a painting and the sculpture and Actually, yeah, come by. Um, people curious about roots of punk should maybe investigate futurist movement because I, I think there's serious roots. Yeah. That come out of this. Make a schism, make a break with uh, some tradition. There are many, many similarities. Yeah, yeah. Because it's... Uh, Um, cultural movement that was taking in consideration all the uh, all the arts form all the was a kind of way of thinking mm -hmm. you know and then after that the Dada then the surrealist in a way punk is in, in that tradition it became its own tradition what they call um, modern mm -hmm. I think uh, the idea before maybe more empirical this idea that there's certain things that are good and then a philosophy in art comes the listener decides more this existential idea the listener or the one viewing the art experience it is almost as important as the one creating because of meaning right yeah so you have uh, very conceptual stuff not worrying about the ruler The yardstick of empirical value, Mr. Aristotle, right? There's certain things that are good, and we measure everything to this. No, no. Maybe put it out there, let them decide. Maybe be provocative. Maybe just for the sake of pushing the mind to make itself up and no more like just praise what's considered good. Sometimes just be contrary. Oh, they like it? I'm not make this because they don't. <laughs> you know, and this whole yeah. idea of what, what is meaning, what yeah. is value. Futurist people. Like the gig last night. I read about this man when I was young. Because in punk scene, I met art. In the 70s punk scene, there was a lot of art people. Like Raymond Pettibone. Hmm. My best friend. And ta taught me about these things that had come many years before, even before Stooges. <laughs> even before Little Richard. And uh, ah, I, there was, we say parallels. We could see parallels. Not exact thinking, of course. But, wow. The only thing new is you. Finding out about it. <laughs> so, it's like words. Yeah, right. yeah. Letters. Letters. Words. Yeah. A trippy thing. Um. Thanks Thank for your you. story. Thanks, And, Mike. Um, Thanks for the very good chow. Oh, yeah. Very good chow. <laughs> <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs>
a very good band uh, compared to I knew of them. In, I knew them as a teenager. Oh. Maybe oh, well. the only Italian rock band I knew. Oh, oh well, well, they were very good. I think they were the only band in the seventies who made a pill session. Pill session? Mm. Jump Hill. Yeah, I think they were the only band. Mm. I didn't know even that they made a mm. jump session. No, but yeah. anyway, they were touring uh, in the states, for example. Yeah, I know. Uh. So, <laughs> you know, that's uh, all I knew. Uh, so, what's the right land, the wrong land? It's all uh, circumstance and that in, the, yeah. in the subjective we say, yeah? mm. all down to the case. But you know that they all turned into Berlusconist. I see they that. did. Yeah, they are. No, not they did. They are. <laughs> they made the uh, the uh, him. Of, uh, no. of the. Yeah, I have a Italian who did that. Patrick Friends of George. No. Okay, scherzo. Him, H Y M N. H Y M N? Yeah, him is like a church uh, song. Him, yeah. Spaduzza fatto il nome di Berlusconi stamattina. Chi? Spaduzza. Spaduzza è un pentito? Oh, we are. We now discovered that Berlusconi is linked with the mafia, you know. But just now, you discovered just now. Just now. <laughs> and there are rumors. This morning, at <laughs> 10 o'clock. There are rumors. <laughs> Not before. At 10 o'clock. Yeah. How do you say a, a guy from the mafia that yeah. then works with the, the justice uh, against the mafia? Oh. Collaborator. Co- no, collaborator. Yeah. Informer. Uh, collaborator. Collaborator. Informer. Yeah. Omerta who, huh? who gives up on Omerta. Yeah. Oh, betray. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, well, collaborator. Well, Omerta. Oh. Betray Omerta. Oh. No more. They have the US too. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the only way that justice has to. They, uh, fight against yeah, because it was too secret. And mm. The end of the movie, Goodfellas. Yeah. The guy who say, okay, no more. Rat. Are. Well, there's bad slang words like rat. Mm. Rat. Stool pigeon. Mm. Stool pigeon. Yeah. A rat. Um, a rat, you mean a rat. Yeah, like a kind of mouse. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But that, that's well, a slang for somebody who's working with the police against your thing. Yes, I, know, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> a, a thing like that. Yeah, I'm, man, uh, Rimbaud, we were talking about this. Rimbaud wrote poems only two years. Mm, yeah. And yeah. then ends up running guns. Yeah. In like Abyssinia or something. Not very artistic life later. Yeah. Some people, yeah, they don't, not like Elvin Jones playing drums all the way to the end. Or there's a man now, uh, Pine Top Perkins, his piano player from Mississippi. Mm. Uh, he started at 16. He's mm. been playing 80 years. Oh. Played with Muddy Waters a bunch of years. Uh-huh. But they don't change. They stay with the music. But and with you were talking about this, this man yesterday night. Yeah. It made me think, made me remember, I met once one, one old man who was 90-something. Yeah. So... Uh, And uh, he always pie- played piano on boats. Yeah. Crossing the ocean. Yeah. So only wow. piano bar music. Right. So it was for eight years. Wow. So not only <laughs> he, he stuck with this piano <laughs> making his living, but no one ever <laughs> listened to him. <laughs> right. He's back. And, and he's never been recorded. Your papa. I was I was really thinking about recording him. Wow. You, you Whatever he wants to play. La no, batteria was. 
see. Yeah, this story. This cat has been playing on boats. Mm. For, 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 you know, like I met this man in, in Torino and he was from uh, Viareggio mm-hmm. and uh, he was 90 something and he always played piano bar on boats. And at that time he was playing in a restaurant. And he's in the background, nobody's really listening. And nobody ever listened to him to all his life. And he never recorded a single note, probably. So he he, he truly played all all his life, but... (laughs) Isn't that a trip? Mm. I mean, it's a real trip. Well, it's like this with uh, a lot of folk uh, players. Oh, yeah. Gypsy? Uh, gypsy, well, uh, I don't know the... I mean, to me, in Italian, folk is something negative. But I understand oh. that to talk uh, with... Folk, I mean traditional. Folk, I mean traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Like folk music, the, for me, is a traditional... Uh, tra- yeah, but I mean... Well, genre, style of music. Like yeah, it's 60s. a style of music, you know? But Peter, so, Paul and Mary. When, when you play at a, at a party, uh-huh. people dance to your uh-huh. music, at least. Uh-huh. So they... Listen, I mean, uh-huh. it's not a concert where you listen and say, oh, these uh-huh. two notes are really good, oh, this chord is really good. Uh, well, but, it, I mean, it's useful. Uh-huh. But when you play in a restaurant or in a, bo- in a restaurant in a boat, uh-huh. or you have rich people, you have to play quiet. Yeah, no focus and on the smooth as possible. Your background. Yeah, Your rhythm background. background. Oh, yeah. It's almost I, being I uh, like music in the mall. Yeah, yeah. Live <laughs> music. Live guy. And airport music, live well, airport music. This is uh, some ideas, opinions of where jazz came from. Mm. It was whorehouse music. Mm. They didn't mm-hmm. have the radios. Somebody had to be playing, so yeah. you know. And jazzmen, mm. a very strong smell because the fuck smells. Yeah. So this and the guy playing that long get bored out of his head, so start improvising. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's where Billie the, Holiday heard. The she music. was a towel girl yeah. in a, a whorehouse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, strange beginnings of things. Yes, I know, I know. I know. That, that's, you don't know how they're going to turn out. It's yeah. a trippy thing. I, know, I mean, when I was in the, yeah. in the 80s in my hometown in the yeah. south, for me jazz was what jazz for the Italians and in the province of Italians, you know? Yeah. So jazz was really... Very mannered. Yeah. So not, it was not inventive. Not, not it was not John Coltrane. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, I I played with a lot of jazz musicians in uh, in uh, in this group with uh, Jacopo, and I always joke with them because I say I hate jazz, I fuck jazz, but I love John Coltrane, I love Mingus, yeah, I love yeah. Eric Coffey, I love Eric those Dolph. musicians, yeah. you know, Albert Well, Albert Albert no, that's Albert. not jazz already. You know, John Coltrane took a lot of heat mm-hmm. in his last days. Mm-hmm. They even called it anti-jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, downbeat. You know, yeah, yeah. Elvin Jones it. got a lot of problems. You know, you're not playing it right. Meditations is a good record for me to go to sleep. I put meditations on and then I go to sleep. Oh yeah, oh, but fantastic. at the time, in the moment, yeah. they were doing very revolutionary things with yeah. the, a genre that was supposed to be called revolutionary. It had already become. The, the old joke is Thelonious Monk would have never won the Thelonious Monk contest because mm-hmm. the rules get solid. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, you know, and they won't let it f- go. Yeah. Humans are like this. Yeah, yeah. You know? But I mean, everything gets Orthodoxy. Like Orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
And, but I'm, then they celebrate the rebel, but he's in a glass box, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. That's why. I, I mean, when I, when uh, a lot of uh, younger kids came came to me and they were talking about hardcore, 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 yeah. and they were talking about well, that's old school, well, that's new school, and that's <laughs> I, I was for me that's, that was already over. I mean, well, if you are talking about schools and the hardcore. This was not match to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, okay, that's music. Now that's music. What uh, our call could uh, uh, put more in the music scene? Yeah. Probably to me was already done. Then old school, uh, new school. That was like crushed. I've heard all these new words. That, that, I mean, that was a shit. Commercial but, but, but shit. But part of this, I, I think, yeah, I think it's uh, Fallout. Uh, hmm. You know, fallout like radiation. Uh, yeah, 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 effects of marketing. Yeah, yeah. They sell stuff by making yeah, yeah. labels. Yeah. So it affects our perception of art. We have to have genre thinking. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't have a label, maybe it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, uh, Mr. Echo, Umberto Echo, in the yeah, semiotics, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. and this thing that we're trapped in these, or Mr. Wittgenstein in the semantics, in this the word games, uh -huh. and get in the way of the art. The way that we went around it was like punk game style of music mm -hmm. is a state of mind. Yeah, yeah. That was the style of music's up to each band, each guy yeah. making the music. Uh-uh. You know, unless you're very concerned with what boxes to put your <laughs> records in yeah. or sell your records from. Yeah, yeah, that was. It was a big problem early punk in US mm. uh, because in the chain stores, mm. right, one company has many stores all around called yeah. chain store. They, they would put them in the import bin. Import. We weren't imports, we were yeah. US guys. <laughs> but they, they didn't have a, a folk uh, or pro, a prog, uh, you know. Punk was kind of a bad word, they wouldn't even have that. So you'd be an import. <laughs> what the fuck? Imported from Lawndale, you know, San Pedro. And I remember bands who was writing straight on the cover of the Seven Inches, don't buy these in a record shop. Well, Crash would tell you how much to pay. Yeah. yeah. This was somehow trying to get around. I mean, the, the last record, I, the last album I did with the price on it, where yeah. we as band we were writing how much you must pay, it was yeah. 95 maybe. And it started probably in 70. Well, I remember crashing. Don't pay any more. Yeah, this. don't pay more than 97. Uh, so for 20 years, uh, one of the point, of, and then. Everybody gave up. But like you said, these are young people. No, well, he's, he's talking about young people. Mm -hmm. So it, sometimes we say the, thing, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah, no, of course, that's it. That's it. But I, I mean, of course, it's not general. Because no, no. Of course, yeah. there are young people that care, that have brain, and then. And actually, compared to the young people in my mm -hmm. day, mm -hmm. more open minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't oh, listen to music 30, 40 yeah. years ago. Old. No problem. Even like a Black Sabbath, that's an old band. Yeah. A young person will hear that. When I'm my age, no, you wouldn't listen to something five years old. Uh -huh. That Woodstock movie, Shana Knock, comes on. You're like, fuck this. My dad's music. You know, fuck this shit. Dad rock. You know? Uh, young people, not so easy to do this. Yeah, it's a trip. More, more open minded. So I wouldn't say everything's bad or everything's exactly the same. But when I hear this, these labels, it's like, man, didn't, we didn't change anything. In that way, in that way. Yeah. They gotta put a label. Yeah. I think also the old school, and this is kind of a sad thing. 
uh, some people think all the musics have been invented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the old school is more authentic. Yeah, what they're doing like, now isn't real. They feel bad because they didn't invent it and they can only borrow. I hear this a lot of times. To, uh, people tell me, you were lucky. I wanted to be born when you were. And that's, like the, no, I could say that. <laughs> like yeah. that guy in Turin. Yeah. Hmm. Alex. Hmm. Yeah, great guy. Great they're, guy. They're convinced they're in the wrong time. Mm-hmm. You're in your time. Hmm. That's it. And there's going That's to be it. another shift I, after you. This is, why, this is why I think that when you talk about school, old, yeah. new, and hardcore, you are missing the point because hardcore is now. And if there's nothing more, there's nothing more. Uh, the, the idea of inventing something is uh, is useless. I mean, I don't think uh, you make the new thing saying, this is the new thing. No, this is what I want to do. I don't care if it's new, if it's old, I don't care of anything of this. This is yeah. mine. There's a strange idea of uh, authentic. Mm. But in a way, art is almost in defiance of authentic. For, it's used for transcend, to get over. Yeah. Maybe your yeah, reality yeah. is so yeah. hard, you have to come up with a dream. Mm-hmm. It's a strange concept. Word concept. Yeah. Very abstract, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Abstract, yeah. Very Which is funny, yeah. because you're looking for reality. Yeah, like, but, like, yeah. like Neil Young. Neil Young. The Neil most uh, American Canadians ever. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's Canadian, he's but... He's Canadian, yeah. I, His I, father I was, was like I the, was convinced uh, that he was uh, from Tennessee or somewhere. He's in Winnipeg. And his father's big guy, uh, a broadcaster for hockey. Huh. Yeah. He's not riding a horse. Although, Winnipeg is kind of out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a lonely town. There's not a lot out there. Hard winters. It's in the prairie, and there's no mountains, so the wind comes down from the North Pole. And uh, I could see him wanting to live in California. <laughs> he started, he, I think first was Buffalo, right? Buffalo Springfield. Yeah. But yeah, people don't know. But that's what the, a lot of actors are Canadian. I think uh, Captain Kirk, William Shatner. <laughs> there's a, <coughs> the whole idea of being authentic. Mm. Strange. Yeah, but an, um, an authentic is a concept. It's a yeah. dangerous concept. Also. It can be <coughs> used to manipulate mm. situations. Right? Yeah, so. <coughs> we were talking about Mr. Berlusconi. Yeah. God, it's, uh, yeah. Who's in charge of how uh, history is interpreted? And, and this can be scary. See, they own some television stations. Oh. Him. Yeah, they can have very big power. In the, yeah. But I think that somehow, in the punk movement, you can call authentic what was really a do-it-yourself attitude, you know? Ethic. Ethic. Yeah. Uh, this is what I, I think, uh, to me, music is ethic. This is why I hate metal. <laughs> that's, that's why. No, 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 really. I'm joking. I'm joking because, of course, I know, I, I know that I've missed a lot because when I was uh, 27, maybe, they made me listen, uh, I don't know, the first Black Sabbath album, you say? And it's called Black Sabbath. Yeah, and then uh, I, I, I could uh, listen to it and say, well, no, that's 
that's good in it. That's something that, that I like it. But when I was 17, no. Because that was something. And there, and there, uh, there was something that was just refusing it. Yeah. When there was the first way to uh, connect somehow with what you were refusing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really can tell you that I could smell it from the sound of um, of punk bands. For example, we had punk bands here in Italy yeah. that when I was listening to, just with the lyrics and they were with the way they were sounding, yeah. I just uh, could uh, imagine that they were signing up with a major in. Uh, as soon as they could and they did to be corporate pawn yeah <laughs> you know that's it so that was like uh, I mean there are a lot of guys now in Italy yeah. that uh, continue on the do, do it yourself scene yeah, they yeah, go yeah. on they go farther yeah. they are always more and more and more and more uh, uh, in a ghetto somehow yeah. because uh, it's true what you say about the open mind uh, guys but it's also true that um, the way that the, the system uh, puts you in a ghetto is stronger and stronger because they have the really really strong weapons now yeah, because yeah. television yeah. is not what was 25 years ago I'm talking about Italy but I think it's it's the same so worldwide it's yeah, same yeah worldwide. good point so oh, can we continue because we're at the end of the second hour oh sorry no 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 I want to continue uh, but uh, December 4th, 2009, oh, Watt from Peter Show, this was second hour, hang tight for hour three. December 4th, 2009, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
Yeah, that's your band, Sikori. Mm -hmm. And with children's slaves, make children's toys. Uh, wait, your pad here. Mm -hmm. you, your, your house. Okay, yeah, yeah. Slang, sorry. And uh, actually, because of our recording situation going bad, you were going to, you were a man. Yeah, we but were, you were a little south, and we went to a place that was north by the next gig. But thanks for being there for us. And it, downstairs was the room, right? Yeah. Yeah, great. You make music in your own house. Yeah, that's um, where, where also this album has been recorded. This album was right below us, because we're in the kitchen now. Mm. And uh, this potato cauliflower? Yeah. Great, great show. Thank you. Uh, I want to know how you got started. How old are you now? Uh, 30, almost 37. Third, oh, okay. And uh, how'd you get started with music? How old were you? Uh, I was 14, more or less. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, I was playing like everyone in Italy, uh, flute, straight flute at, at school. Like oh, really? was What 11. town, here? Uh, no, in, near, in Pistoia. Okay. I'm from a small town. Yeah. And so I was enjoying playing flute, but like this. And, uh, and then when I was 14, I started beating with two pieces of wood on every surface, like the couch, and I was gathering uh, cardboard, cardboard, card boxes to beat over. Cardboard so, boxes. Yeah. yeah. So after one year, uh, I decided to, to see if I was able to buy a drum kit. Yeah. And in my mind, having two real drumsticks and a drum kit made me a drummer. Ah. Because... What were you listening to at the time? Mostly metal. Let's say everything with a distorted guitar. Mostly this. Everything with a distorted guitar. Did you have guitar. music friends? Uh, not at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but then I, when I went to, to high school. Uh, well, how long did you beat on the boxes in the wood? Did you get a drum one set year. eventually? One year. One year, I guess. And then I. How got did you get the set? For my birthday, I, I saved money. Your parents. Or, or, oh, or, no, or, you, I guess, you buy well, yourself. Yeah. But we know, uh, without symbols. Okay, interesting. And I had no idea where to put all the elements of a drum kit. So, really? like, the snare goes on the left, yeah, and yeah. Fort on the right, no idea. Self-taught. Self-ignorant. Self <laughs> <laughs> so I played the drums for a while without cymbals. And then uh, there's a really nice cymbal factory in Pistoia. Yeah. UFIP. Yeah, UFIP. And uh, so I Andrea, went... Yeah, you have a UFIP. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I went there, and I was uh, like 15 years old, and the, the chief, the director of the factory, opened me a room with a drum kit, say, what music you like? Like, rock, okay. And he mounted me like 10, 12 cymbals, say, play and choose. Wow. And, and I was really unable to play, so I tried, and every cymbal seems fantastic. Yeah. And at the end, I chose a couple of cymbals, and he said, you don't know too much to play drums, that much. I say, no. I can suggest you one really good drum teacher. Oh. And I went to these guys, and he said, show me how, to, how you play. And I was playing really 
almost random. No beats. No, yeah. Because when you barely. were doing this, you weren't playing with other guys. You were just no. I was like man alone. Li- man yeah, alone. listening, oh, listening to oh, solo meal. Yeah, listening to the radio <laughs> and trying to follow. Oh, you playing the radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was okay. listening to music, like putting on an LP yeah, yeah, or yeah, a record yeah, yeah. or television. That's what we did. And every every kind of, I mean, turn on the television, there's some music, and yeah. I try to follow. Yeah. And so we, this guy say, okay, you can play like that. Yeah. And go on with this, or you can play this way, so you can do this and that and. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a, a rock drummer. He was a rock drummer. Yeah. What was his name? Mac Poldo. Ginger Baker. <laughs> and he was a friend of Ginger Baker. I heard Ginger Baker did live in Italy for a yeah, while. Yeah, he was living near Pistoia. And, and, and this, this teacher was, was his friend. Cream, he, yeah. yeah. He, he, he was telling me stories like, ah, I'm, I'm destroyed. My arm is destroyed because yesterday I've been at Ginger Baker's house all the afternoon building uh, a stone wall. So bring him big stones. Yeah, yeah. And I can't stand it. So I, I started studying. He starts teaching you. Yeah, I started studying uh, with, with this man. And you're and like 15, 16? 15. You're from 15. 15 to 18, I had my first bands. But my very, very first band I was playing, I was supposed to take the bass man role. Ah! But I c- cannot afford to have a bass. Ah. So somebody lent me a guitar. Yeah. With an electric guitar with, with tone closed. And I was uh, sorry, plucking. Yeah, yeah. My you fingers. turn the tone down so yeah. it'd be all so bassy. It'd ca- be a fake bass. Yeah. Okay. And I, I and I like it to play also bass and guitars, but I have no money, so I I self build some kind of string instrument ah. when I was sixteen. Wow! And I was tying like a microphone with scotch tape to amplify it, or um, <laughs> uh, a loudspeaker. Yeah. With a cable and yeah. a jack. Yeah. To pick up the vibrations and amplify it. Wow. So that's more or less how I started. Yeah, but that's great. That's not just going to the mall and say, hey, no. <laughs> you know, Jimmy Page plays one like that. Can I play that? I think that's intense. My, my first amplifier so, was, was a, um, a, a Philips stereo system. Philips stereo. From, from my yeah. parents. Okay. And, and that's are still the, the speakers. The speakers. Wow. They're handmade from a friend of my father in 1968. Wow. And they still work. <laughs> So you 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 play in drums. I play drums. And you make a band. Make a band. And what, what, are you writing the songs? All together. Collaborate. Yeah. Yeah, it was What's a trio, rock band? trio. What's this band called? It was called Sues Sumus in Latin, yeah. which means we are pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this name. <laughs> so. And yeah. the first, uh, as I noticed, you asked me for the first song, first song. Yeah. I, I was, while you were asking to everybody, I said, what's the first song we could play? And it was Musica da Cani, which means uh, uh, dog's dog. music. Dog music. Wow. Did you play gigs? Yeah, a few. In, in our city and environments, yeah. yeah. Okay. In any kind of situation. Party, club. Uh, in, on, on the road, like, oh. or I mean... Uh, on a sidewalk, okay, or in a small square, or okay. Whatever. After school, after high school, where where do you take music? Uh, I I started playing with many bands, local bands, ah. with several instruments. So Your one band I was over. Yeah, picks were uh, <laughs> sent for three four years maybe. Okay, but then I started. Did start, you make any recording? 
a demo with demo Walkman. Really. With the Walkman. Yeah. Okay. But we released a, a demo tape. You really? Yeah. Okay, great. That's important. So you start playing with other people. Yeah. Uh, in my hometown and then in Florence and then in Italy. And so, like in Viz. Uh, oh, you mean you're playing with guys in other towns? Year after year. I mean, ah. I start playing with a band from Bari, from Bari. south of Italy. Yeah, in the from, heel. Yeah. I played uh, Mel Pignon. Yeah. Not far away from Mimpignano. Yeah. And, uh, and I started playing with them in 94. So imagine this first band I was talking about is, yeah. nine, is 89. Okay. 90. So five years later I was yeah. already playing with a band from the south of Italy. Wow. And, and I made the first real uh, recording. recording in a studio with them. And the what band was call? called Bzbzueu. <laughs> and they was playing a kind... We, we, we stayed together for... Ten years. Yeah. Wow. And uh, we recorded a few EPs, album, seven inches, all all uh, self uh, self released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, except the last one was uh, with a independent label from Milan. Okay. And we split in the studio. Like really? we finished recording, and we yeah. did their play. Say, okay, finally, we we recorded. We we are done. We don't play no more. done. Yeah. Over. Over. Finito. Wow. Not a fight, just agree. Mm. No, I mean, he agreed with himself. <laughs> <laughs> what, there was Capo, the band Capo? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> we had, his family name is Biancofiore. We had one song who was called Parametro Biancofiore. Yeah. Like, because... He decided when to change, <laughs> when to go up, when to go down. No, really powerful person. Personality. Really, yeah, no, one of my brothers. One of my brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Um, you got involved with a lot of other projects. Mm. And you started going out of Italy. Yeah, I've been in, in 2000, the first time in the US. Yeah and um, invited by a band from Minneapolis called yeah. Koch ESP. Oh. Harsh noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then I tried to build my uh, a project with my own compositions, with musicians in Chicago, yeah. in Providence, in New York. So I've been, I've been in these three cities. All from the drums? Uh, I was... Yeah, I was playing drums or conducting, or conducting from drums. So like Andrea, it's interesting, because the, mm. the tradition in the U.S. is drummers, well, Dave Grohl, I guess, but he's a guitar. <laughs> but no, he's, he's really a sideman, mm. you know, in certain ways. Maybe kind of a stereotype of Ringo, mm. right? When you think of the Beatles... You don't think of him as the song man. Yeah. I like this idea. To me, more... Mm. Because <coughs> and, and my, my musical um, knowledge yeah. was not that much more than what I was knowing when I was playing flute at, at 11 years old. You learned I mean, by that, doing. That's all, all the notes I, right. I, I you learned knew. by doing. And then, yeah. slowly, I say, okay, I can play guitar. So this note with this note is a fifth. 
Yeah. Okay, this yeah. is a third, this is a minor third, this is yeah. a major third. Okay, so I can relate from the, from the flute and yeah. the guitar. Yeah. And that, at that time it was 10 years ago. Uh, that's all the knowledge I had. So I was composing on guitar and writing on paper yeah. and trying to imagine what a saxophone could play out of this. So write a saxophone line yeah. or a trumpet line. Yeah. And I was starting playing saxophone also toward 90, with, with this Zueo. I was playing saxophone ah. and I joined the band. I was playing the saxophone since six months. Wow. And I never studied any other instrument. I only studied drums. Uh, all the other John Fogarty taught himself saxophone. Hmm? Cream Clearwater, mm -hmm. you know, the singer. John Fogarty taught himself saxophone. But not, I, I don't think it's that He played hard. it on the records. Hmm. I mean, violin is a hard instrument. <laughs> <laughs> to make music with? To make music with. I think to make noise is <laughs> not too difficult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to make a good sound out of a violin is really yeah. hard. And harp. Harp. Some instruments are tough. Uh, a brass with yeah. the mouthpiece is difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. I tried to do baritone horn. Mm -hmm. God damn it, kicked my ass. Yeah, it's hard. It, it, there's a thing. I had a pocket trumpet, but uh, I used it for fun. I mean, to, to have fun, to, to, to hear your breath who becomes music. Yeah, it was yeah. sound. Yeah. And I like it too much, but I can't tell, I can't say that I can play it trumpets. But besides, what about in other parts of Europe? You've been. Yeah. Uh, I started playing also with this French-Italian band. Yeah. Uh, called L'Enfance Rouge. Yeah. And uh, and that's the first band with I was playing. I played with Ovo yeah. for for the first uh, almost three years. Mm -hmm. And and with them I did the real the first real tour. So getting in a van yeah, yeah. and <laughs> going yeah, far away for like one month and a half, uh, eating potatoes because we have no more money. Yeah, playing yeah. in the most incredible situation in Istanbul, in Skopje, and oh. that. Uh, taught me, uh, I learned that it was possible actually to organize yourself a long tour in places where you don't know anyone. Right. And from DIY basis. Yeah, yeah. It was touring with, with another band, it was a, a French Canadian. Yeah. And it was called NNY. Yeah. It's another trio. Very, very brilliant. Like a mix of. Uh, Hardcore, yeah. heavy metal, and dance music. Wow! With a lot of clothings, everyone yeah. was changing clothings every two songs. So everything <laughs> was going was really, really brilliant, really brilliant. So they uh, uh, told me that it was possible to do the things by yourself for real. Yeah, I mean, I was already uh, releasing my own tapes, yeah, my own re records, or yeah. finding local concerts. But to me, to go to Istanbul yeah. with a van, paying all the fuel with concerts, yeah. finding those concerts and coming back Gigs. was was yeah was impossible. And they showed me was not not only possible, but not so hard and very funny. Yeah, yeah. We wow, passed through great. a lot of uh, I mean weird and bad situations. We went to play in Macedonia yeah. while there was the civil war. Oh, yeah. And we was coming from Bulgaria, so we yeah. called the embassy in Macedonia from Bulgaria, yeah. and they said there's no problem in Macedonia. Where are you now in Bulgaria? In Bulgaria, there's problems. 
and and I was afraid because we was watching television and yeah, it was yeah. tanks shooting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the guitar player from the other band was much more experienced than me. Yeah. He told me, listen, if there's really a big problem in Macedonia, they won't let us cross the border. Yeah. But there's somebody who's really waiting for us there. Yeah. So it's, it's a person. Yeah. It's somebody. It's not... I mean, it's, it's someone, not somebody. Yeah. It's someone. It's called Tosho. Tosho Filiposki. And he really cares about us to go there. Yeah. Because he's organized a festival for, for bringing a peace uh, um, feeling yeah. in the country. That is oh, possible. Peace. peace, peace. Yeah. And uh, so every other band cancelled. And if we can go there, I won't go there. And I said, okay, you're yeah. right. And we went there. And we had to pass through the countryside where we, we saw uh, um, trench. Yeah. We saw barbed wire. Barbed wire. We saw missile already shooted. Yeah, shot missile. And, and then there was a roadblock. And the roadblock was so one true. guy with a bazooka pointing to our van. Yeah. And the war was with Albania. Yeah. And the guy who, with the machine gun came to the van and said, Albanians? Said, no, Italians. Just to cut it raw because we were Italian, French, Canadian. Sure, sure. Say, ah, what, what, what are you doing here? I mean, in the middle of nowhere, in the countryside, in Macedonia. Yeah. Playing music. And we were talking with really basic, basic English. Yeah, yeah. Say, play music. Ah, heavy metal. And we say, no. Ah, shit, no heavy metal. Ah, no. <laughs> so, okay. And they let us pass. Wow. And we and actually... Mr. in Skopje? Yeah, and we play in Skopje. I played it with the Stooges. Iggy met the president. He was like 36 or something. <laughs> this young guy. <laughs> but for, new country. But actually, yeah. Alexander the Great was born there. It's yeah. not a new country. It's really old. Mother Teresa is born there. Yeah. In the, in the, her house was in the main square of Skopje. And when the guy with the bazooka stopped us, yeah. I thought, do I really want to risk my life to blow in my saxophone some free jets noise stuff? Yeah. Say, yes. Great. Because that's the life I, I choose. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too easy to to go play in a theater yeah. where they pay you a lot of money yeah. because they know you. Yeah. Say, ah, you are that person. You're yeah. going to bring me a lot of money because yeah. your name will fill the theater. Yeah. It's not my case. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, that's easy. I mean, that's, that's how things go. And, I mean, you do this for, for living to pay the landlord. <laughs> you go in a theater. <laughs> and it's okay. But why you do music is if for me it's to talk to people, to meet people, to learn from people, to yeah, the situation, yeah. to improve myself as human being. Yeah, I agree. It has, has to be passion from the heart. Fire. So okay, yeah. you risk to be shooted. You want to go or not? Yeah. Yes, I do. But first, I had to to be in the situation of, of asking me the question. Yeah. The question. yeah I, I, because it's really it's also easy to stay at home and say yeah I will play in a in a in a, bad, <laughs> in in a, a war field yeah <laughs> a battlefield in a battlefield yeah wow 
And then, you know, music, almost every uh, military unit has some mm-hmm. band, military band. Music can get twisted up into weird things. Yeah. There's a lot it, of African uh, LPs yeah. uh, sung by military for military. Yeah. A general uh, Hicks uh, a, a playing poem. guitar uh, and singing. I think John Coltrane's first recording, he's in the Navy. Albert Tyler recordings are in the Navy. <laughs> I have one. So sometimes... <laughs> I think uh, Billy Cox, Jimmy's bass player, old army band. Chet Baker was, was uh, playing in the military band in, yeah. in the, so, the army. Yeah, taking music into your own hands. Mm. I think... Strong. I like... Uh, Yeah, I like your... Uh, What was the discussion? Coming back to, to this Gigotti band, Andrea also is part of, of, yeah. of Gigotti, is the drummer. And there's this piano player, Tolan McDonald's from, from the US, who yeah. brought a lot of ideas about that. And we had a long conversation about music, and we as the, the, the main uh, uh, point uh, of this band, Focus, Focus is uh, uh, to speak about war, conflicts. Ah. So we made a first album yeah. about the war seen by soldiers yeah. from, from a battlefield. This one is the second is from the, the victims, people who suffer about war, right. from war. And the, the next one is going to be uh, from the point of view of the people who act and, and put their life to try to stop ah, against. the war. And uh, so we, we went to, on this discussion about music being a weapon, weapon. or, yeah, what, because I can't remember. Tool. A tool, okay. It's a tool, it's not a weapon. A tool, I like that. <laughs> a tool. A hammer, build a house, uh-huh. bash somebody's head in with it. <laughs> it's, it's actually the guy wielding the hammer. Uh, how'd you get into drums, Andrea? Uh, mostly like him beating on uh, cardboards when I was a teenager. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. I was into punk music. What and, town? Uh, in the south? Uh, yeah, in the south. You know, close to Bari. It's eighty uh, kilometers oh, okay. um, south from Bari. And beating uh, cardboards and uh, listening to punk, Italian punk music of the eighties. You know, and I was yeah, yeah, yeah. And you learned the fast two-step, huh? Well, not so much. But, uh, <laughs> Did you make your own band or do you join uh, bands? Well, I mean, uh, uh, I, I was not playing drums, I was not playing anything. Uh, I loved uh, instruments, you know, when yeah. you get close to an instrument and you say, wow, it sounds, it, ma- it can make like this. Then I'm not a uh, traditional instrumental player. Yeah. I just can strum a lot of instruments. I can't play any of them, you know, okay, I, okay. and I love it okay. because I really love it. So it's always like, uh, I mean, Jacopo plays a lot of instruments. We are playing a lot uh, in uh, a lot of projects together. Yeah, yeah. And then it's very fun because we never play the same instruments together. You know, sometimes he plays uh, guitar and saxophone and I'm playing saxophone. Or he's, he's playing, playing drums. He plays bass, he plays guitar, he plays saxophone. Or I'm playing drums, he's playing guitar. So it's always uh, like uh, uh, knowing uh, a guy in with a different point of view. Yeah, yeah. Your point of view as a drummer, as a yeah. saxophone player, and his point of view as a 
Sucker Saxophone. And, yeah. and every juxtapose. Every, every band or project we we are involved with is radically different also. Yeah, most mostly radical different. It's like uh, yeah. we love to investigate. Yeah, yeah. A lot of different explore. Yeah, to explore. Yeah, yeah, possibility. Possibility, yeah, that's it. Would you go You the I'm interested and I'm sure listeners how would you tell them about this scene? Would you call it a scene that your music's part of in Italy? Huh. Huh. Uh, the one of the things we, we were talking about that not not so far away, not so long ago. Yeah. And uh, it's about the difference. Uh, it, it's the difference from um, uh, being in a scene yeah. and being part of a family. Ah. Yeah. And I think me and Andrea had more the feeling of being part of a family. Okay. Very wide, very sparse, very different. Yeah. But people who everyone thinks with his own mind about what they want to do yeah. and try to realize it. Yeah. So it's part of this mentality is we do it yourself, part is yeah. uh, uh, collaborator. Yeah. Part is uh, organizing court concerts. Yeah. Part is recording. I mean yeah. Andrea it, one of his main goals in life I think is also to be a sound engineer. To to record. Yeah, to, uh, I mean, I started with um, uh, working on uh, on uh, recording tools when I was 21, and that was mainly uh, for a kind of uh, do-it-yourself attitude, you know? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. have uh, to record ourselves, we have to print our music, we have to do everything by ourselves, because that's the only way... It's going to gonna be, get done. Uh, I, I, we were talking before, authentic. You know? yeah. That's yeah. Me. Yeah. Well, that's me. Yeah. I do it with all my mistakes, with all yeah, yeah, uh, with yeah. everything, but that's me. Clams. Uh, uh, you know about this word clams? Clams. Uh, no. Uh, no, clams is? Clams is an old word mm. for uh, mistakes. Okay. Okay. You don't know the Buddy Rich tape? No. no Buddy Rich tape. No. I play the Buddy Rich tape. Work out there while some motherfucker sit out there and crap all over this fucking joint. What do you think this is, anyhow? What kind of plane do you think this is? What kind of I gotta go up there and be embarrassed. 
best play. You motherfucker! I play with the greatest fucking musicians in the world. How dare you play like that for me? How dare you try to play like that for me? Assholes. I get 15 perfect kids and the rest of the fucking time in this band is incredible! We don't play two fucking bars in one fucking tempo! Not one! You can't keep fucking time and play, there's too many things to do over there! You can't fight your fucking foot and play! You're all over the fucking place! Missed you after missed you! You try one fuck up the next step, and when you get back to the office, you'll be in another fucking job! Count on it! Get out of my fucking bus! Right now! Fuck out of my fucking bus! And if you can't do it, get off my fucking bus tonight! You had a day off yesterday and you come back like this and you suck! What the fuck kind of music do you think you're playing here, anyhow? And who do you think you're playing for? You think I tolerate that shit? You're worse than any fucking high school band I ever heard! You come in wrong because you leave one fucking beat out and you can't find one? I don't know what kind of drummers you think you're playing with, but you play with me or you get out. And I mean now. I don't need this shit. I have a home in Palm Street so I can go and sit on my ass the rest of my life and not worry about a fucking thing. And don't have to meet your fucking payroll and play you for playing like a fucking high school dropout. How dare you do that? Assholes. You can't play a simple fucking tune, you can't hold a chord, you can't play time when you play solos. What kind of solos am I hearing tonight? You want to rehearse and practice, get a fucking band in Sydney and play the kind of shit you want. Over here you play time. You don't like what I play, get the fuck out. I'm tired of putting up with you, I'm tired of signing for you, I'm tired of you, period. And I'm tired of all of you guys that can't go up and play a fucking job for 45 fucking minutes. You got it too fucking easy, goddammit. I'll make it so fucking tough you won't be able to breathe around here. How many fucking bands you think you've got to go to work in? If I decide to quit, you all suck. You got nothing. Try it. You think I'm fooling you with quit tonight? I'm okay knocking my fucking brains out and I gotta carry you and pay you at the same time? Fuck you! When I go back inside, I've gotta hear 110 fucking cent perfection! Or I'll leave you here! I'll take you as far as you try and you got it! Try me! Fucking... Try me in the next sentence. See if you get away with one piece of shit. You try it. I'll fire your honest fucking fast end. You not only insult me, but you insult yourself. Don't you have any more pride? Where's your fucking pride? Where's your professionalism? Asshole. That's what that's what play like. Where's your own fucking pride in yourself? Why don't you have it here? You're so fucking dumb that you don't have any pride. Get out of here! Right now! I'm not going to do it. You guys are going to put the best in and you play your ass off! Two fucking pieces of paper to find what you want to do. You want a job. Not have this. This man. Not a goddamn house of David's fucking baseball team. It's the 
people with fans, young people with faces, no more fucking fears. Now, decided to do it, you through. Right now. This is the last time I make this announcement. No more fucking fears. I don't want to see it. You're going to do it to shave it off. I'll treat you just like they treat you in the fucking real world. This is the way I want my man to look. If you don't like it, get out. You've got two weeks to make up your mind. No idle request. I'm telling you how my man's going to look. You're not telling me how you're going to look. I'm telling you. You've got two weeks to make up your fucking mind. Have it.
Yeah, that was Buddy Rich on the bus and uh, inspiring his troops. <laughs> I don't know. That, where we come from, where we're going with music, it's yeah. very personal. Some uh, encouragements <laughs> we go to help move it along. Uh, some people have an idea where it's going. Uh, Mr. Buddy there had an idea of what it should be and was kind of disappointed mm. a little bit. And uh, Actually, I heard from some other people that he was actually very generous too. Mm. Maybe it wasn't really <laughs> I don't know a if there's a lot of <laughs> I think it's three or four different uh, s situations, but they're all on the bus because you hear the motor. <laughs> <laughs> Going like that. But, uh, yeah, being in a van is not, is not always easy. Yeah, I was going to ask, were you ever in situations a little bit like that? No. Okay. No, okay. No, 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 not like this. Maybe... I'm not saying you were acting Maybe that way. Did you uh, have staying a... staying silent for a couple of days? Ah, it's <laughs> almost as intense as that. Maybe. Well, Maybe but, he but got it out of his system. We say. Yeah. Let's say it's not it's not good to be recorded <laughs> if you stay silent for two days. <laughs> where, do, where do you think scene is going right now with in, you guys in Italy. in Italy? Yeah, you first. Well, I think there, uh, of course there's a. Uh, there are a lot of people that work in interesting uh, yeah. areas of music. I think, uh, well, uh, to me, the situation in, in Italy is like uh, uh, you're a part of the scene or you're a part of the family, as we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Telling you before, I mean, part of the scene is uh, also being a part of uh, a lot of useless stuff about music. That's my idea. Well, like social. No, well, that was like uh, creating contacts, you know, it's like you are a part of the scene. Yeah, right, right. Oh, you know him. Uh, yeah, well, you know I know guy. him. I, I, uh, oh, you know him, so you're a good guy. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. are working with him, so it's useless stuff. What's um, real is the work. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's turning this uh, uh, occupation into a work. I mean, uh, I love music, I live with music, that's, yeah. but that's my life, that's not my work. Yeah. And I think for Jacopo it's the same, I mean, he's always thinking about music, he's always working on music. Yeah. And of course, somehow, as you're uh, speaking, uh, talking about uh, landlords, it's a problem. But uh, if you uh, are following something different than just uh, money, yeah, is uh, it's that you're involved into uh, so many other stuff that uh, that's more interesting. So we know a lot of people, yeah, here in Italy that yeah. work with uh, even with kind of music that maybe I don't like it, you know. But that's I'm it's it's a useless uh, uh, condition for me to say that's not good music. Yeah, I yeah. don't care. I love a lot the way people do their music. The way they do it. Yeah, if I don't like it, it's, it's not so important. They are doing yeah. what they want to. And what, what about, for example? Oh, well, I love a lot the music of uh, groups, uh, of course, of, of a lot of groups we are involved uh, in uh, uh, Friendly. I mean, yeah. for example, there is, uh, uh, in Italy, there is the Jealousy Party, there is uh, a group, well, me and Jacopo are playing also, yeah. but uh, it's uh, 
principally a, a trio. It's three guys, then it gets bigger, it can reach 12 people, can go to five. It's like a, uh, a moving a creature, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love the, uh, the way these guys uh, are approaching music, are approaching uh, printing of records, and are approaching everything. Yeah, yeah. And they are organizing, uh, brothers, organizing brothers, concerts, brothers, doing a lot of. Uh, uh, putting a lot of energy into into something. Yeah, doing and radio they, shows, uh, and oh, fanzines. Just imagine it's making comics. Yeah, or, or, or just things or something they are doing. It. Can you like tell me some bands and stuff? Uh, well, Chelsea Park, Park, for example. Chelsea then Park. I love a lot Fats Orchestra that's doing a, a very very interesting uh, work in, in Milano. Yeah, uh, they are. Uh, um, uh, they organize a situation where a lot of bands are playing and they are uh, generally into, um, well, let's call it underground music, even if in Italian to me that's not a good way to, to tell it. Yeah, but, but, uh, but why? Well, because uh, underground yeah. uh, is uh, an American word that ah. to me sounds like something. Like independent scene, like all this stuff. Oh, it's like a sound. Uh, well, no, it's a, it's a. It's I would call something underground something that's not uh, part of the commercial. You most really? people don't know of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's it's an, a sound. I think it's no, up it's to those bands. It's, it's a it's a situation. Yeah, it's a kind of situation that they're not uh, exposed and commercially promoted. Yeah, well, but I would uh, call that just to to try to explain what I mean. Ah. There's and there is underground that wants to go overground and there's yeah, yeah, underground yeah. that loves to be in the underground yeah 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 mm -hmm. okay. because they are free of being there so I'm talking about these people they want autonomy they, yeah they want to make a social uh, work yeah they are working in uh, squats they are working yeah. this kind of uh, uh, realities because uh, this is the way they want to be it gives them more autonomy no, they don't have to no, compromise no 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 that's yeah. it that's why I love this kind of people that they are part of I think that, maybe the word the when they came up with underground mm. that's what they were thinking mm -hmm. no compromise autonomy yeah I know but in it in Italy uh, yeah. we have a kind of uh, dichotomy where, dichotomy uh, yeah. dichotomy well underground can uh, both mean people that are doing the uh, their beat and, uh, and people that somehow want to grow up it's just some step yeah, to get yeah, to another yeah, place. Yeah. It, uh, and they're using it. It 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 yeah. really depends if you think of your own uh, career yeah, yeah. in a working term or yeah, in yeah. a necessary term. I mean, I have a career since I don't want to be all the day the same. I want to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Great. not a matter of economy. It's a matter of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are a lot of people that want to do this, and yeah, I yeah. love and respect them. And uh, if it's possible, you I feel part of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to help them. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, sure, it's a great thing. So, the, what, what, were they, what kind of orchestra in Milan? Fats Orchestra. Fats? Yeah, Fats. it's not an orchestra, it's really a trio. Yeah, yeah, but the name of it. Fats, yeah. like F A T S. Fats. Yeah. No, F U Z Z. Fats. Fuzz. Fuzz. Fuzz Orchestra, okay. Fuzz Orchestra. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know them, but oh. see, this is what I want to learn so I can check out these musics. Mm. Oh. And they are also, like, this project yeah. is also very political. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Because they, it's, um, it was a, a, a rock trio. Yeah. And the bass player turned, he built 
uh, you put together a lot of uh, devices like tape player, yeah. vinyl players, yeah. and, and other stuff. In he build a, a kind of a keyboard yeah. structure like a, an old organ. Yeah, and he put all this stuff there, yeah. and he's playing with with a structure in his head. Yeah, a lot of voices. Um, Original or uh, um, original voices from fascist yeah. area era. Era. So both Mussolini and other people and partisans. So part of the, of the thing is also to 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 speak about what happened uh, during the fascism yeah. and after, especially about what is going on now yeah. in Milan. Especially in Rosoli's town, right? Yeah. So it's it's various feed like the history who's feedbacking in the music, who's refeedbacking oh. in, in the history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are dealing uh, with this several playing noise rock. Yeah. Creative noise rock. Yeah. Let's cut in that's my definition like fine in this moment. I don't think they Describe themselves this way. I don't know. Okay, no, but sure. Uh, opinion, one, one thing I I would say about this family, yeah, we we like is that uh, all all these people are creative in the sense that they are creating what they want. So not especially referring to a certain genre or style yeah. or music or region. But what about but place? Do you think the bands are different because they come like a Milano band? Ah, no more. No, no more. No, no more. A Roma band? No, no more. Do you guys get like a band? Well, 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 scenes. Well, I mean, maybe, you, but uh, now it's uh, it's uh, it's less important. Where are you from? Because, in the, in the uh, 80s, you know, there's an old saying from the yeah in the 70s that was it's yeah, not where it, you're from. It's where especially you're at. If, especially from yeah. for our core, which yeah. is the music I know. Probably the best in Italy, especially in the 80s and 90s. And in the 80s, you can have a, a Roman hardcore sound yeah, yeah. and a Torino hardcore sound yeah. and uh, I don't know, or Milan hardcore sound. Yeah. But now, no. 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 I don't think. I don't think. But it is also true that I lost the contact with all the, uh, the people who are playing styles. Yeah, because we are more interested to find people and to stay with people, to get along with people, yeah. and to deal with people who, who are creating their own stuff. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, yeah. In this house, there's been there was living here and there was recording here yeah. for for years uh, a trio, like a power trio with accordion, yeah. double bass and and half drum kit, I mean half uh, pots and and drums, <laughs> and, and they are brilliant. They are still playing. And they are brilliant, and and their music is kind of folk uh, Italian music mixed with Balkan music, mixed with rock attitude, mixed with with punk ethic. Yeah. So, uh, how do you call it? You don't call it. You you hear it. You almost limit it by trying to call it something. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and this just show you uh, that is there's no need. Yeah. 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 And yeah. these kind of people play in houses. Play. We live in the country. Sure, so sure. We play in, in the summer. We can play outside the house. Yeah, so yeah. You set up a, a, a an evening and you have two hundred people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this teach also to to rockers. Yeah, yeah. 
that music with accordion can be very, very good. Right, not so limited. Very intense, yeah. very fast. Not very so cliche. Virtuosos. Very incredibly virtuosos, very instruments. I worry sometimes if a, a young person realizes can music be different than an MTV video? For, for, yes. Yeah, but for me, we for example, coming... any television. <laughs> for me, coming switch from... Switch off from television. That's the first revolution. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Switch it off. And something is that goes back as far as music, which is probably right with the beginning of man, for it to get manipulated. Music is to stay together. Yeah. Music should be played how, to, to, how, to stay uh, together. Andrea, Jacobo, how do you meet Andrea? Stefano. I met Andrea the first time because Rosalina Mar opened for uh, L'Enfance Rouge. Okay. It was seven years ago. No, eight. Eight years ago. October eight years 2001. Ago. Yeah. And Stefano, I, I think I saw him, really saw the first time, in Pescara for Trasporti Marittimi, when you play with three quarters and being eliminated. Because uh, with L'Enfance Rouge we were setting up this festival and we invited them to you play. Saw, you saw him... Uh, before in Florence at the Superfici Sonore. Yeah, but and I don't. <laughs> I, I haven't speak probably. Ah, okay. Probably. But oh. actually, I think we we speak for the first time yesterday night. Yeah, speak for yeah. Uh, for real, yeah, for sure. Uh, in Pescara, we just. I, I remember you uh, bringing you with, with two others to to the place to sleep, uh, staying in the, in the street, talking. Late at night, but it was mostly Valerio talking. This <laughs> Sicilian guy. Yeah. Okay. Where do you, where do you think uh, music scene in Italy is going to go? Uh, of course, you want it to go the way we're talking about. Hopefully, hopefully everywhere. But what do you think? What would be your uh, opinion? All for you guys. What well, you every, everywhere in the world there's good music and bad music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in Italy there's good music. I love people making good music. Here Do you think uh, <laughs> the situation is getting more open and more helpful to your ideal? These ideals you're talking about, interesting, exploring a family versus scene. Does it seem mm -hmm. like, uh, or is it going against that right now? I will include them to, to yeah. in this opinion, but I will say no. Because... Historically, yeah. from, from my point of view, so yeah. since I was 15, 20 yeah. years ago, I've seen the most uh, part of squats closing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the venues uh, getting more uh, conservative Straight. in, in programmation, yeah. and uh, label, independent labels yeah. opening to becoming a, a, the new measure or uh, getting major the, label, yeah, over <laughs> the, the, the most hype band, yeah, yeah like yeah. oh, this un very, very sub underground band, yeah, through the help of some real independent uh, ethically labels, yeah. uh, come to certain visibility, visibility, yeah, and then oh, that's, that could be the next bit fi yeah, big yeah. thing, and yeah. I and I want to get that, it's called co opt. Yeah, co-op to scene. So I, now I see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what's your opinion? I really agree with Andreas. Both Andreas. <laughs> no, I, I think I, I hope that there's something. Oh, of different. course. I mean, we're all hoping. Yeah, I, just uh, yeah uh, I don't. I don't think. I hope that uh, underground music or, or I mean, this kind of music development. Uh, could be, I mean, could be made outside also of 
uh, squads and uh, venues or places where we used to where, where we grown up yeah so but I, I'm, I'm I'm still uh, wondering if there if there are if there's a new generation coming I mean yesterday for the fir- no, in Turin for the first time I, I, I met a 20 years old guy who is making music who is making Catavetro who's making oh, yeah. uh, I don't know expe- let me say uh, trying to develop new music but I, I, I don't know I, I personally maybe, maybe because I'm too focused on what I'm doing now yeah. m- maybe I'm, I'm wondering I hope that there will be a new generation coming 15 years old 16 years old I don't know how but in, in a way um, now I, I don't have the perception that that's happening that's happening okay Andrea? I, 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 I think there's something yeah I, I'm sure there's something and maybe we cannot see it yeah, because, it's yeah. because it's different because it's different but there, is, there are people there is still people that is organizing concerts mm-hmm. like at home for example concerts in small situations mm-hmm. there is people in no, well, like these cats yeah. <laughs> but it, it looks also that, that to sur- in order to survive we are hiding ourselves ah. yeah. somehow, yeah. Eh? If, somehow if, if, if we see that we play all in houses yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's good because we want to do it you want the autonomy yeah but somehow okay. uh, I, I mean I really do agree with uh, what they are saying yeah but somehow I don't care a fuck because yeah, great. I mean I know a lot of people that that they are doing the and I'm talking also about uh, those guys present in this uh, in this room now. <laughs> I mean, I, I know a lot of people that's just doing what they want to do and yeah. they are doing it. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to care if uh, there's people outside with uh, the idea of making labels that just want to get the uh, uh, the group uh, on hype and uh, yeah, this yeah. stuff that that exists. I know it exists, but I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Fuck, it's not yeah, my yeah, part yeah. of the world. I know that there are, there are people that want to do something, and I want. Uh, uh, I, I I love to be uh, uh, mentally part of this, guys. I don't care. I yeah, don't care about the saying, rest. I mean, there's uh, okay. a saying you might find interesting. We say, if you're a farmer, we mm-hmm. tell you, you want a good crop, mm-hmm. use a lot of manure. Use a lot of. Zacco di concime. Ah. So I say, bring it on, motherfuckers. Sometimes, because the situation is weak, weak mm. environment, and, and Mr. Nietzsche, right? It doesn't kill us, makes us stronger. Mm-hmm. You maybe need some friction. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that uh, now in Italy we have a, 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 a really great problem. I mean, and uh, uh, the, the rest of the, of the world knows yeah. But we don't, yeah. and uh, well, we are living uh, troubles that come out from this situation. I mean, uh, culturally, culturally, we don't care uh, about anything uh, that's not on TV, that's not on magazines, and um, and this um, idea goes also in the independent scene you know it's it's all sure. the same it's all the same shit from the big yeah, yeah. part to the 
smallest part. Right. So when, uh, whenever I see this kind of attitude, I say, okay, I'm, I'm not interested in, in you. I'm interested in this guy that's playing in his room just with his guitar and uh, his amplifier. <laughs> and since uh, in these last 10 years, I have known a lot of these guys. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Even a lot of good music. Yeah, uh, yeah, I just yeah. want to talk about uh, Filippo Giuffre, that's a friend of ours that's living in Bologna and he plays guitar and he's playing a solo guitar and uh, I really have known him seven years ago when he just got his guitar on and now he's a great guitar player for me. And so I see these guys and they are not caring about all this shit we are talking about. So why should we focus on this ugly part of the world that exists? Oh, because I mean, you had this... Yeah, I mean, but I don't uh, care. You know, I yeah, no, but this... A uh, visitor from San Pedro. I mean, I mean, I, yes, but I mean, I'm interested in I, mean, I understand, I understand I'm not why you should not be that uh, upset with it. But thank you for enlightening me to what's going on. And uh, the people on the show that are listening, people are yeah. curious about what is going people on with choice. music in yeah. Italy right now. When we all get them into this living room, nobody will have to say anything on the radio. They'll all have an individual experience. But till, till we get there... I thank all for you for speaking with me here and, you know, for to get to do these six gigs and make that album. Thank you, Mike. It is great for me. Thank you. You guys are inspiration for me. 30 years and uh, you have the fire. Uh, grazie. This is the Watt from Pedro show, uh, December 4th, 2009. <laughs> Keep your powder dry. <laughs>